Welcome back. You're listening to the first episode of season three of the Sis You're Doing Okay podcast, and I'm your host, Desiree. Let's face it, as much as we try to resist the urge to fall into the mindset of new year, new you, it's just something that's so exciting about the new year that gets us thinking about things that we've always wanted to do. And among many of those things, usually somewhere close to the top of the list is weight management. And so in this week's episode, I am talking about that dreaded device they call a scale. And I'm going to give you a little bit of a different perspective on what the scale actually is saying about you. Let's get right into this How was your first week of 2021? Mine started off in true 2020 fashion, but you know what? I'm not going to let that determine how the rest of this year goes. But a while back, I did share a post about just because things start off awful, they don't always have to stay that way. And I think that that particular quote is so apropos for right now. And if you want to hear more about what inspired that quote, you can go back and listen to my episode called It Doesn't Have to End the Way It Started. But can we just take like a moment of silence for the first week of 2021? (sighs) It has obviously started with some 2020 leftovers. But you know what? God is still on his throne. We are still alive. And we still have a whole year ahead of us to work towards our goals and aspirations. I just want to remind you that if you haven't already checked out my new internet home, you can do that by heading over to www.sisyourdoingokay.com. Also, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast on your listening platform, you can go ahead and do that now, even while you're listening. Go ahead and tap that follow or subscribe tab. And I would love for you to rate or review. Thanks in advance. (laughs) All right. So the name of this episode is The Scale, Friend or Enemy. And let me just start off by saying I am no weight loss expert. I don't have any certifications in nutrition. So what I'm sharing is purely from experience. I remember in my last episode, the how to celebrate the holidays, I talked about traditions and how many of our traditions are centered around food and how I anticipated to gain a solid 10 pounds. <laughs> well, I want to report, I only gained five, okay? So I consider that a small win. But that first morning, I stepped on the scale to see the post-holiday increase because, child, I was avoiding that apparatus like the plague during the holidays. As I looked at that number, it got me thinking, why do I ascribe so much worth and value and even meaning to the number on that scale? 
Like when we see uh, the number decrease, if weight loss is our goal, we feel a sense of accomplishment and victory. We feel like we've done something or many things right. Um, It's like we're killing it and it motivates us to keep going. It puts a little pep in our step and we go hard for that day or week or whenever the next time we anticipate stepping on the scale again. We feel successful. We feel like we are in charge. But then the next time we go step on that scale and we've gone up like one, three to five pounds, we're like, what the actual heck? I mean, we immediately start replaying in our minds all the choices that we made surrounding our intake. We assess what we did differently and how there could have been such a significant change in the number like in the wrong direction, I mean, when we've been, quote unquote, killing it. What is the feeling that typically follows after this gain discovery? I know for me, it's a feeling of defeat, failure, disenchantment. It feels like my whole day is ruined and I just want to throw in the towel and take a a couch day, and eat all the things that I've been avoiding in order to see progress in my weight loss goals. So, I mean, I've felt discouraged so many times by that little device with the small screen of criticism. I've actually allowed that measuring device to ruin many of my days. But it was different this time. This time, as I looked down at that five pounds heavier number, I had a very different experience. And I really just wanted to share it with you in hopes that you can get over that little box and its supposed judgments about you. (laughs) Long ago, I used to say something to the effect of, the scale is a liar, and it doesn't tell the truth. I now realize that statement is actually false, and, and here's why. The statement is false because it is, as we know, a tool of measurement. Therefore, it is in fact giving us an accurate well, mostly accurate measurement of our body mass at that moment when you step onto it. It's telling you a true calculation of your weight at that moment. And let's just define what weight actually is. I'm sure most of you know this, but let's just make it official so that we can get that base covered. (laughs) Weight is the amount of gravity acting on, like pulling down on, an object or mass. Gravity being the natural force that pulls objects downward. The Earth's gravity pulls all objects, including us, downward towards its center. So the scale is merely giving you a reading of that downward pull towards the Earth's center. So In that regard, the scale actually is not a liar. I mean, it's not always accurate due to like surfaces or battery life, but if you've found a space that is consistent, like usually your bathroom floor or whatever on a tiled corner near the bathtub or something like that, you typically can get an accurate read of your weight again in that moment. But I'm sorry to say this, if we are being sorely affected by the number that we see on the scale. It's not because the scale is lying. It's because we're lying to ourselves. Our emotional response is based on our perception of that numerical measurement. Now, 
There, there. I know it didn't feel nice to be called a liar. It's okay. But we all lie to ourselves. And this one is like the biggest lie most of us tell ourselves. The lie is the number on the scale determines who I am. I hate to admit it, but I've believed that lie for far too long. That's the reason why we feel discouraged when we see numbers moving in a direction other than what we desire. Because we think that somehow those numbers are telling us that we have failed at a goal. I remember when I was on keto, which for the record, I will never bad talk because it is actually the only eating plan that ever worked for me. And I lost a solid 30 pounds in three months. Ciao. Let me tell you something. When you can eat bacon and cheese and lettuce and still lose weight, I know keto's not for everybody, but let me tell you something. It was for me, okay? Anyway, when I was doing that diet, I would step on the scale religiously like every single morning and journal my results. On those days when four pounds were gone, chow. Nobody could tell me nothing. But on those days when those four pounds seemingly came back, I was a hot mess, moping and dejected with a rain cloud of woe is me hanging over my head all day long. I would then go scour the internet for solutions to enact them immediately. Why? Because again, I read the weight gain to equal failure. And the weight loss to me equaled success. And this is where I want to make sure you are really listening. Weight is just weight. It does not determine who you are. Neither does it determine whether or not you're a failure or even successful. I understand that if weight loss is your goal, then you expect to see decreases. And when you actually experience those increases, it feels like it invalidates that goal. But remember, there are so many factors that feed into your weight and an increase in the number on the scale doesn't give you a full picture of the changes that are going on in your body. Please, I just want to say this as gently as I can, because I know this can be a pretty sensitive subject, but don't put so much emphasis on that dang number. It's just telling you one part of your entire journey. Like, how about instead of looking at that number on the scale, we start tracking our emotional victories, our non-scale victories, like how our clothes may be fitting differently or tape measurement um, numbers are going down or how our energy levels are increased and our vibrancy has returned to us and we have a decrease in cravings and an increase in self-control because at the end of the day, that is probably the biggest part of a lifestyle change. It is more important to feel good and energized than to be a certain number on the scale. Maybe even change the way you think about weight loss. Okay. So for me, I stopped calling it weight loss. 
And I know this is really just semantics, but in my mind, it feels better to call it weight management because the pressure of always needing to lose is simply unrealistic. I mean, ladies, you know how it be, okay? Like we could be a totally different person in a whole 24 hour cycle. Like things fluctuate, hormones be acting up, especially that one week before that other week there. And it's just, we can't expect to always lose. Not like our male counterparts who can diet for an entire three hours and lose 70 pounds by the end of the week. Meanwhile, we be over here eating nothing but wind and sun and still, We gained five pounds just for thinking about a cheeseburger. (laughs) Anyway, that's the way that God created us because women are supposed to carry life and therefore we have to have a certain amount of fat. And because our body anticipates that time when we could potentially carry life and that's why we don't lose weight as easily. Just to clear that up, okay? I'm not bashing men. I'm just saying though, it kind of feels unfair sometimes. So what if the goal wasn't always losing weight? Just think about that for a second. What if our goal wasn't always just to lose weight? What if the goal was to feel better in our bodies? What if the reason we ate a certain way wasn't because we wanted to look better, but instead feel better? The things that make us feel are usually the things that we remember the most. When I stepped on the scale that morning and I saw the number, my knee-jerk response was, girl. Then I stopped myself because as I stood looking down, oh man, I feel like that's a whole word (laughs) in itself. Like, why you gotta look down? Could that have something to do with why we always have to retrain ourselves to think more positively about weight when we step on the scale because we're physically looking down? Hmm. Hmm. That's something to think about. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> as um, I looked down at that scale, I said to myself, well, it wasn't the 10 pounds I expected and simply moved on with my day. And you know what? Because I changed my perception of the act of stepping on the scale, I was able to have a neutral response. Well, I did pray before I got on the scale, so I believe the Lord carried me through (laughs) that moment. But before I go, I just want to leave you with five things to think about in terms of this whole scale and weight loss and all that stuff. Number one, Don't hate yourself because of what the scale says to you. Consider it a friend who is telling you information and you can do what you want with that information. It's totally up to you. And then number two, the information that you actually do obtain from this tool does not determine you as a person. The choices you make for your life are the things that actually determine your character. Number three, reframe your ideas about weight. If it's helpful, don't always expect loss. Realistically, expect fluctuations because we are human and that's how our lives are. 
There are fluctuations all the time. Number four, focus more on how you want to feel on your weight management journey. Remember, the things that make us feel are the things we tend to remember. And then number five, change your habits slowly and in small increments because the all or nothing mentality usually leaves us with nothing at all. And while I'm on this all or nothing subject, I want to mention this before I go. This whole diet culture and positivity movement, I think there is merit to both of them. But I want to I want you to remember that if any one of them is overemphasized, they both can become toxic. So try to determine, like India Ari says, what feels good to your soul and do that. Be conscious of the way that you talk about your body right now. Appreciate it. If it works and you have voluntary control over it, rejoice that God has blessed you with health and ability. Any changes you want to see in yourself, let them be motivated from a place of love and not hate. Love always wins. And I want to leave you with a scripture because this is the one thing that has encouraged me the most when getting a handle on this whole weight management mentality thing. It's 1 Corinthians 10 verse 31, and it says, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. All right, sisters, we've come to the end of another episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. I want to remind you again, if you haven't visited the website yet, go ahead and hop over to okay. There you can leave your email address to receive a newsletter that I will be sending out monthly, as well as episode alerts. I promise there will be no spam from me. And while you're there, you can check out the blog and show that some love. If you are on Instagram, you can follow me at okay, and while you're listening, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in it so I can shout out all of the Sis You're Doing Okay fam who are listening to the podcast. And finally, share it with a friend. As I always end every episode, I want to remind you that if you are still alive and breathing, you have a purpose to fulfill and a gift to share. Though things get hard, please don't give up keep pushing. We are going to get through whatever it is that life throws at us. And remember, sis, you're doing okay. Have a great week. Bye.